Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to the Insane Things Podcast, where we count down the most insane things that happened this week. Things so insane, they could change the world or the country forever. And boy, isn't this a perfect one to start with this week. Insane thing number five. According to a new poll by the Pew Research Center, a shocking 55% of U.S. adults believe the federal government should censor them. The actual question was, Do you think the federal government should restrict or censor false information on the Internet? 55% of American adults said yes. Now, here's what's so shocking about that. This is not the first time Pew Research Center has asked that question. They asked it in 2018. Back then, just 39% of respondents, a minority, thought the government should censor. Today, it's 55%. The only good news in the poll at all was that younger adults actually favored free speech slightly more than those over 50. Just 42% of Americans, a minority, disagreed. They probably are the only ones left who still know about that thing called the First Amendment, which makes all of this illegal. Now, here's the truly insane part. How do we go from just 39% of Americans in 2018 thinking the federal government should censor them to 55% today, it's because of the shift among Democrats meanly. And that shift over just five years has been jaw-dropping. Back in 2018, only 40% of Democrats thought the federal government should censor. Today, it's 70%. That's pretty ironic when you consider that the biggest purveyors of mis- mis- disinformation in 2020 and 2022 elections was the federal government, the very entity censoring what turned out to be true things about COVID and Hunter Biden's laptop. But all that was apparently lost on the American people who want more of it. Heck, maybe it means the censorship worked. Insane thing number two, American legal history is made by the most corrupt Department of Injustice the country has ever had. And the New York Times actually reported it. Yep, small detail. The public didn't know about Hunter Biden's plea deal that it offered not just immunity from those handful of crimes, but 
quote, broad immunity from prosecution in perpetuity. That's like a superpower. Yeah, whatever he did, we don't even know about yet. And whatever he did that we know about, and we're hiding from the investigators. Yeah, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, and probably the $100 million from the Russian oligarch that no one's even talking about yet. Yeah, he gets immunity from prosecution in perpetuity. What? Said the judge. According to the New York Times, this stunned even the judge, who asked the prosecutor, Leo Wise, from the bench if there was any precedent for this kind of deal being proposed in U.S. legal history. The prosecutor answers, no, Your Honor. That's right. The U.S. Department of Justice, with a straight face, went into court and tried to protect Hunter Biden again for all the crimes. Folks, in the last week, you put that to cap this week off, how stunning this is, as we've caught the FBI, which is the police arm of the Department of Justice, literally committing the, the crime of obstruction. As we've caught the Pittsburgh offices, we learned this week, of the FBI, having corroborated parts of that 1023 form that details Joe Biden's bribery and other crimes. And when the Pittsburgh FBI office, which doesn't have jurisdiction, tries to forward the evidence uh, to the Delaware office that does have the ability to prosecute, it gets buried. It gets buried. So all of this evidence of bribery that the Republicans are looking at this week, that's come out this week, it's still inside the Department of Justice. It's still inside the FBI. As the Department of Justice rolls into court to make sure that they can't continue their investigation and they can never prosecute Hunter Biden for any of this. Now, understand the judge threw the plea deal out. That looks like a victory for the prosecution that they clearly didn't want, which is what's so bizarre. But understand all the crimes um, around this plea deal. Yeah, the statute of limitations hits in October. All they have to do is drag their feet a little longer. That could be hard for them to try them before then, even if they were motivated, which they're clearly not. Insane thing number three, you're watching the fall of the old guard. And I mean, literally the old guard falling down. They're so old. Mitch McConnell's vacant 30 second stare into the camera after taking the podium to speak ricocheted all over the Internet. Here's why Mitch McConnell is the minority leader of the Senate is the leader of the Republican Party. He is the highest ranking official, as Joe Biden is for the Democrat Party. He took a fall where he got a concussion in March and reportedly fell again on a plane about 12 days ago. He hasn't been seen much lately. This is him practically crawling off his deathbed to try to hold on to his power a little bit longer and failing. He doesn't seem to realize as he stares into the camera that he's supposed to be finishing his sentence. A partisan cooperation and a string of... Uh... It goes on like that for 30 seconds before another senator takes his hand and Joni Erst leads him away from the podium so he doesn't embarrass himself any further. Mitch McConnell, the guy responsible for all the chaos and mayhem that you hear in this podcast, the guy who stood by faithfully and allowed the Bidens to operate in, in a scandalously corrupt manner, the guy who's never said one single bloody word, not one, not ever, in condemnation of the deep state, 
for censoring his own Congress members, his own candidates whose coffers he's filled with his PAC and his voters. He simply doesn't give a damn. Most of the ever-escalating bad behavior that you see by the deep state and the persecution, the degradation of the First Amendment and the Fourth Amendment, most of that can be laid at this man's feet. In response to a silence which we have tracked here, abuses against us get worse and worse. And the Bill of Rights literally degrades before our eyes daily as Mitch refuses to fight. That's what he's paid for. The guy clearly should be in a rest home, not in public. But he's dragged himself out of bed to try to hold on to power. Why? Well, he probably likes power, but he's not safe if he's not useful to them. And he's as prosecutable as the Bidens are and is corrupt. The reason he hasn't gotten the attention that the Bidens have, even though he has the same deal from the Chinese, is because he doesn't have a tendency, or neither does anyone in his family, to do cocaine off the rear end of a prostitute he's trafficked into the country. At least if he has done that, he hasn't lost the laptop documenting it. Whatever the case, he's got the same deal from the Chinese that the Bidens have. He entered Congress, a regular middle-class guy, and now he's a partner in a $200 million Chinese shipping company, even though he doesn't really have the experience to do that. That partnership is through his father-in-law, and he's been known around Congress as Cocaine Mitch. When Republicans are asked why they call him that, they'll mumble something about how he gets judicial appointments through so fast, but that's not it. It's because of the scandal where cocaine Large amounts of cocaine was found on one of the Chinese ships his family's company runs in partnership with the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, Peter Schweitzer documented that in the same book that would spell the downfall for the reputation of the Bidens, not their actual downfall. They've got as much compromise to Deep State does on Mitch as they do on Joe. It's a delicate ecosystem, and they keep it in place because... This is the system of control that's breaking the back of the American people and has been for a long time. The heads of both parties are utterly controlled by that. It works like this. They all end up compromised by the Ukrainians, as we've documented in recent podcasts, or by the Chinese or a host of people. The deep state loves that, lets them get their payoffs, protects them to the hilt, knowing that not only do these Foreign adversaries, and in some case allies, have the compromise to control them. But through the compromise and the knowledge of it, the deep state controls them too. And all Mitch has to do to keep cash in the checks is turn his head and let them have at us. Let them censor us. Let them run Washington. That's what you were watching this week. Mitch McConnell knows he's vulnerable if he's not standing and in power. He doesn't actually have to say or do anything. He just has to keep his mouth shut while they persecute us. But at 81 years, it's questionable how much longer he can do it. But don't worry. John Thune's right behind him. And John Thune has never objected to any of this either. In fact, you wouldn't even know he was a Republican if you didn't look him up. Heck, you wouldn't even know he was in the Senate if you didn't look him up. But he's ranking member number two, and his silence looks pretty guaranteed, too. Insane thing. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Number two. We learned this week, courtesy of the Pentagon, giving a whistleblower permission to tell us they let him out of his non-disclosure agreement. That's how you know, by the way, he's not really a whistleblower and that everything you heard at the UFO hearing this week was something the Pentagon wanted you to hear. Whatever the case, this is what he told us. That they have crashed craft. They have alien bodies. They have been able to, or tried to, reverse engineer the alien technology. That people have been hurt who've worked on it that... Our government has had knowledge of these aliens since the 1930s. In other words, almost 100 years. And the big one, that our government has made contact with the aliens. That was pretty well hinted at anyway. Do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. (laughs) Okay, so what I just did was confirm it. He didn't deny it. That's how he confirmed it. And what she's doing, they've already had a closed-door classified hearing, okay? So they have the clearances to hear this stuff. She's already heard it. Everything you heard asked that clear in that hearing was to get it on the public record. So she's already heard this. That's why she's laughing. That's what she's trying to do. He also intimated that the government has hurt or murdered people who've had this knowledge. Interesting. Ah, that the Pentagon would allow him to volunteer this. Do they hurt or kill you for other stuff too or just the UFO stuff? And who the heck are these people? And another question. Grush says, tell ya, they still have the alien craft. And he knows where they are. Well, shoot, why didn't he bring pictures then? Or are they saving that from when the 100 million in Russian bribes the Bidens took comes out? Maybe that's what they're waiting for. I don't know. But here's what he said. I believe that our government is in possession of UAPs. Uh, absolutely, based on interviewing uh, over 40 witnesses over four years. And, and, and where? I know the exact locations, and, and those locations were provided to the inspector general, and some of which to the intelligence committees. I actually had the people with the firsthand knowledge um, provide a protected disclosure to the inspector general. Insane thing number one. The shocking, jarring juxtaposition of watching the deep state, the Department of Justice, collude with Hunter's lawyers to try to sneak blanket immunity for every crime he's committed in the last 10 years past a judge. This is nuts. And the headline in the UK Daily Mail captures it perfectly. Hunter Biden's full plea deal transcript and how his sneaky lawyers and prosecution team tried to hide clause giving him blanket immunity in, quote, crazy unprecedented tactic until judge mary ellen norica smelled a rat literally watching the prosecutors and the defense collude to try to fool the judge into slipping by her this full immunity for everything hunter biden has done every single crime for the last 10 years it's nuts look when you look at the timing of this why is it right now because James Comer has gotten a hold of the Russia deals. Folks, there's over $100 million in Russian bribes 
out there. And they know it. They've got to get him this protection uh, before you see that. Because, folks, he laundered that money. He did not report that to the IRS. This is crime on a jaw-dropping level. But even more jaw-dropping is watching the prosecution collude with Hunter's lawyers to try to hide it from the judge. Buried in the diversion agreement was a clause that gave Hunter blanket immunity, the UK Daily Mail writes, for a wide range of other potential charges that could be filed. There's two parts to most plea agreements. There's the plea part, where it is, yes, traditional for the prosecution to say, okay, if you plead guilty to these three things, we'll drop these other three and we won't prosecute you on them. Totally normal. Giving someone blanket immunity for... All 10 years when they're not providing testimony against someone else in another case, that's insane. But what they did was something this judge had never seen before, and that is bury and hide that blanket immunity in a separate diversion agreement that the judge normally wouldn't spend a lot of time reading. It's just an agreement about how Hunter's going to conduct himself uh, during the time period after the immunity deal. And she even asked the attorneys, is there any legal precedent in U.S. history for this? And they say, no. Well, she just happened to catch it. Uh, And I cannot imagine if she had approved this, the uproar that there would have been. And she even said from the bench, I don't even think this is legal. I'm pretty sure it's unconstitutional. That's what the Department of Justice is doing this week to Hunter. Now flip the script over to what they're doing to Trump adding more charges to that Miami case. Folks, do you realize he's facing over 40 felonies just in the Miami case alone and up to 140 years in prison? Well, what did they get Trump on there? This is where it gets interesting. They've just charged another person who works for Trump in what's called called an attempt crime. What they claim, we don't know if it's true, but what they claim is that Trump asked one of his employees to delete a server um, and, you know, that that would have had evidence of boxes being moved on it in the documents case. So did they attempt to delete the server? No, they didn't delete the server. No, it's called an attempt crime. But normally in an attempt crime, there has to actually be an attempt. There was conversation. Yes, but not an attempt. Um, wow. Wow. When you look, folks, when you look back at what Hillary did, this is exactly what Hillary did. Both the FBI and Congress had Congress had a subpoena where she had to preserve uh, her classified emails, which was illegal for her to have on her server. And then the FBI had a preservation order. And she's like, yeah, screw that. And she just went and deleted them. Just felt like deleting them. Remember what FBI Director James Comey's reaction was to that? Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, Our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. So he admits they have evidence she broke the law, but he's like, but she's Hillary. What reasonable prosecutor wouldn't want to die? And I mean, what reasonable prosecutor would ever pursue her? And folks, let me give you a background on what Hillary did. A lot of people don't understand how shocking it was. It's literally the same thing the Bidens have been doing. Hillary, when she was secretary of state, wanted to sell the Chinese and the Russians and multiple other countries classified documents classified information so what did she do well she was supposed to only view it inside a skiff this you know very sealed room instead she just forwarded it to an account on her unsecured server 
But remember, it was worse than that. Because remember her tech uh, consultant, her tech company testified that he was ordered not to secure the server when he pointed out to her that her server was unsecure. Why did she do that? Well, you guess why. We would later learn from the FBI that no less than five foreign governments accessed the server. And all five of those governments had done what? Donate to the Clinton Foundation. Only the largest money laundering operation on earth. So what did she do? Easy. She collected the dough at the Clinton Foundation. Then she put the classified data on an unsecured server where it was super easy to get it. Then she ignored a subpoena and a preservation order, legally binding, and just deleted all the evidence. And then, just like Biden did last month when he mocked us all in public by saying, hey, go find the money, go find the bribery money, Hillary Clinton laughed at us all. Remember this? That the FBI believes that you tried to wipe the entire server. Did you try to wipe the entire, so that there'd be no email, no personal, no official... So that, that's all I could say. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't, I have no idea. That's why we turned it over. We, you were in charge of it. You were the official in charge. Did you wipe the server? What, like with a cloth or something? No. Well, no. You know how it works digitally. Did you try to wipe the whole server? I don't know how it works digitally at all. I do not have any. You did not try. Put that together. The jarring contrast with Trump not wiping his server. Not even attempting to wipe his server, but being charged anyway. And you see everything you need to know. But I'd be remiss if I didn't at least mention briefly that everyone responsible for all the deep state chaos I've laid out here this week was appointed by, no, not Biden, I wish, Donald Trump. From FBI Director Ray to David Weiss, uh, who has literally committed the crime of obstruction and buried Uh, The evidence good FBI agents brought forward on Hunter Biden, even the special counsel prosecuting Trump is a Trump appointee, which is weird because he came in with Lisa Monaco. He was literally hired by Barack Obama. Trump appointed him and now he's putting Trump in prison. The deep state Trump's fighting now isn't some relic that grew like a cancer out of control. It was entirely created through appointments and promotions by him. Now they're on the front lawn of Mar-a-Lago, trying to put him in prison for the rest of his life. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 